Welcome to the best of sold out sports talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up close conversations with high impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. Now, Roman Gabriel III. From the Pittsburgh area, a guy who spent quite a bit of time in the NFL playing the toughest position in football quarterback, Gus Farratt, joins us. Gus, how are you? Great, Roman. Thanks for having me on. Hey, awesome, awesome. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize uh, that uh, playing the quarterback position in the NFL uh, that you can, uh, you definitely have to be sharp. You definitely have to be on target. You definitely have to be there all the time. And you played for some pretty good football teams. So uh, a lot of people don't realize that the average career in the NFL is about 2.6 years. And I think it's maybe a little higher, but uh, you had a pretty good career. Yeah. You know, uh, you're, you're dead on about how hard it is and, and the studying that goes into it. I played for seven different teams, 15 years overall. Um, some amazing head coaches, some great quarterback coaches and offensive coordinators. So, and I just didn't play in one system. I went from the digit system with North Turner to, you know, the West Coast offense out in Denver with Coach Shanahan and, and back and forth, uh, through the rest of my career. So really was in some, uh, crazy and really good offenses. So it was a lot of fun. It's a lot of studying and it's a whole different language, uh, from one system to the next. You know, a lot of people don't realize that, that, uh, you know, playing quarterback's hard enough, but when you have different coordinators and when you're changing different offenses and you're learning different languages, and uh, I guess I guess for somebody that's outside of football, Gus, it'd be like somebody that uh, speaks American having to learn Spanish one year and then the next year German and then the next year Chinese. Right, yeah. Once you get the system down, you know, you, you know it pretty well, but it takes a while to to get that system because the other stuff is ingrained in your head and, and you're used to verbiage and, and the way things are done. Um, but then all of a sudden you have to switch it all around. And, and so you get used to it. I mean, over 15 years, I kind of understood the game and, and how it was, but also, you know, those coaches have to understand who you are and how you like to play. And some coaches really don't have a problem switching what they do to benefit you and other ones do. So, I learned that also through my my tenure in the NFL. Okay, so you're you're a guy who understands what it's like to back up as well as start and coming off injuries and what it takes, uh, you know, to play at a high level every week. Um, Tom Brady, of course, is coming off a four week or a little more than that, five weeks of uh, of being, you know, out of the system, not even in the stadium, not even practicing. And he comes back to start against the Cleveland Browns this week. Tell me about that, Gus, about the challenge for, I don't care how good you are as a quarterback to be off from live game action that long and come back in the, in the fire. Well, it's, it's more of a timing thing. I, I think that uh, everybody will have a very good sense of what kind of leader Tom is, you know, so I think he's going to step into that role of the quarterback pretty easily uh he understands the system he's been in it before so that'll be easy for him to he'll know the verbiage i think the hardest thing will be the timing getting out on the field uh understand how guys are running routes even though he's played with some of those guys before you know the, the things all change and but you know knowing tom and the kind of competitor he is i don't see him having that many struggles uh he may be off a little bit on some of his throws uh, you know, and, and then the other thing is, is the footwork in the pocket. Uh, you know, you may see him, you know, maybe struggle with that because it, until you play, until you go out there and, and 
feel the game, you don't really know how to move exactly. Uh, you know, that's why they say the first game of the regular season is like a really a preseason game for a lot of the starters because they've kind of taken it easy through the preseason. So Tom may have a little bit of struggles, but in the end, I think he's going to warm up pretty quick and, and, and be pretty accurate as the game goes on. Now, I guess you're a guy, like I said, that being in the NFL as long as you've been there, there's a system by which you work with footballs, and I'm sure you've been asked this before, but finally putting this deflate gate situation to bed, it seems like it's lasted forever. But were you a guy that liked the ball a little bit more uh, inflated or a little less? Um, uh, I would say a little less, if anything. Uh, you know, a big, hard, inflated ball is tough. And so um, – you know, when when you uh, get in cold weather, a little more deflation is is better. But it wasn't anything that we did that that, that made it that way. Um, the way I liked the balls was, uh, you know, we worked with them a little bit more, uh, made the leather a little bit better to grip. Uh, when you can grip grip the ball a little bit better, you can throw it a little bit harder and and really, you know, try to fit it in some of those windows that that when that ball comes out and it's a little slippery, it doesn't get there quite the same. Gus, I don't think people realize. Um the way that NFL balls come out of the package, they're extremely slick. Um, when it is cold, you know, that's why a lot of these guys are wearing gloves. I think, you know, Kurt Warner and Peyton Manning kind of made that popular. But would you have been a guy that, that, that would have gone to a glove in cold weather uh, or would or was your hand big enough to where you feel pretty comfortable no matter what? No, I tried it a couple times, um, you know, and it kind of feels good. But it, if you've never done it before, it's really strange to do it. And uh, I didn't really like it so in cold weather i just really tried to uh you know you, you, as you see the quarterbacks do you lick the fingers and and you try to get that weather but i also think that if the balls are done correctly and um you know they're they're rubbed down the right way and they get some of that wax off that the balls can be really easy to play with in cold weather i have a friend who when i played for the for the rams in st louis uh, he was one of our grounds guys and and his other job was he you know, I kind of went through and, and learned from the from uh, the Minnesota Vikings how to really rub down balls and how to get them ready for a game. And, and Matt kind of did that for us in St. Louis, and now the Rams moved to L.A., and he started his own business actually doing that for colleges and NFL teams, and, and uh, he's done a great job. And it makes a huge difference. Uh, people don't really think it does, but when the ball is the right way and you can really grip it and rip it, uh, it makes a huge difference in a game. Gus Rotz with his former quarterback, Washington Redskins, and he actually is tied for a record of a 99-yard touchdown pass that he threw in November 30th, 2008 against the Bears. And, uh, you know, Gus, one of the things, uh, you know, when you retire from the game is, and I don't know if there's anybody that doesn't struggle with the transition, especially as long as you played. Um, tell me about the transition. Um, you've got three kids, one that's a senior in high school, one that's playing at William & Marion College. Your daughter plays field hockey. Tell me about that transition and about um, you know what you're doing now in terms of challenge in your life and uh, you know because you have to have that challenge, and that's what probably is, uh, I've been told, one of the hardest things about retirement. Well, it is. You've been in a certain system for so long where you go in every day, you're working out, you're doing your thing, and when you do that and then all of a sudden it's, it's gone, you know, you really don't know how to react. So when I first retired, I <clears throat> kind of helped coach uh, my son's youth football team. Didn't really know what I want to do. I'm not a, really a business guy, uh, so I didn't go in, into that route. And you're trying to figure out the next step in your life. But even though I sat through all those meetings and all the stuff the NFLPA gives you, all the stuff the NFL gives you, 
I never really took a, enough advantage to figure out what I wanted to do to do next. Um, I always thought I'd probably go into coaching. And so really what I was learning in the NFL would carry over into football later in my life. And so then I became the head coach of John Burroughs. I really enjoyed that. I, I coached the high school there and, and uh, was actually uh, fortunate enough to coach uh, some really good players. Uh, one of them plays for the Cowboys now, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, and we had a lot of fun. We, we um, never won a state championship, but we were there three times and, and uh, wish we could have won one. But then we moved back to Pittsburgh, and uh, I kept coaching. I, I volunteered uh, for a year at Pittsburgh Central Catholic where my kids went and then uh, went on to the varsity staff and just helped with the quarterbacks. Uh, didn't That wasn't really doing enough for me, so uh, now I've moved on and and with a couple different companies, one's called Fourview, where we're, we're, we're developing a uh, stabilized camera. It's a really interesting product. Um, you know, I'm trying to put it on face masks for quarterbacks and other positions so that when people move, it really doesn't, it, it doesn't shake or, or move at all um, as a GoPro or something else would. Uh, it's been really ingenious. These uh, gentlemen from Carnegie Mellon kind of started it, and uh, they brought me on to kind of help with the NFL. And so I've been really excited about that. And I'm with another company called um, Rock Solid. Uh, we do soft shell helmets and shoulder pads, and and uh, they're out of Dallas, Texas. And uh, you know they started this company back in 2013. They asked me to come aboard, and I really felt it was good for me to do that, just from the standpoint of I can give back to the game yeah. uh, from the ground up and start with the young kids, and you know trying to get these helmets on uh, youth players, and and so they have a good transition, so that someday they go play tackle football. It's not the first time they've ever put this gear on and, and it's a you know we it's kind of a common sense product that that we you know really enjoy watching these kids go out uh, my goal is to get more kids to play the game we love i've seen over the years a lot of kids not playing the game and and our numbers have been dwindling here in western pennsylvania so i'm trying to figure out a way that i can get more kids to play the game and enjoy the game that i love and grew up and and learned so much from uh, final moments with Gus Rott, former NFL quarterback, Washington Redskins. And, of course, everything's about um, game safety and about player safety now. And, if, as you said, if we can get youth and especially parents to feel more comfortable, uh, then it's certainly going to help the numbers and keep the game going from the lower level. And, of course, teaching kids to hit the right way with the heads-up programs helped a lot. Um, Gus, tell me about uh, – I, I talked to Troy Aikman one time, and uh, Troy's got three daughters. And I said, Troy, what kind of – what kind of dad are you? Are you really involved in the thing, or do you just sit back and watch your kids? He goes, well, I, I, I try not to get involved. I try to just go and enjoy and watch it. But uh, being a coach like you are and having three that are in competitive sports at a higher level, what kind of dad are you, and how tough is it to watch your own kids play? Well, you know, that's a great question. Um, with my daughter, I didn't really, you know, she's playing field hockey and lacrosse, and I didn't really know the rules for those kind of games. And so – you know, it was more I wanted to see her be competitive and, and uh, you know, just kind of talk to her about those things and didn't really get involved too much. Uh, but as far as my boys goes, obviously I've, I've played football. They played football and lacrosse. And so, um, you know, the football aspect, I've really had to learn to uh, step back from what I was saying to them and, and how I handled them because in the end I realized, you know, I want them to be my friend and uh, somebody that I can talk to for the rest of my life. I never wanted to kind of be too heavy-handed with them. I learned that when my son was a sophomore in high school and I was coaching. He kind of tried quarterback out, and I was a little tough on him, and I had to really learn that, 
you know, he wasn't communicating with me, whether he was afraid or just didn't want to tell me anything. So I really had to step back and take a look at what, how I was coaching and how I was being with them. And so I, I, you know, I figured that the best thing for me was to kind of let him do what he wanted and, you know, let him deal with his coaches the way he wanted to deal with it and to grow up. And that's the only way, you know, I've been, I've been able to have a better relationship with that one. Gus, I tell you what, time goes flies when you're having fun, and uh, boy, I really appreciate you coming in on Sold Out Sports Talk and spending some time with us. I hope you'll come back soon. My buddy, Johnny Mitchell, ESPN Brazil representing down south now when i say down south i don't mean north carolina i mean <laughs> brazil baby how are you yeah i'm good man thank you roman god bless you man um we're doing good man it's good to see you i saw you last year and uh it's just a blessing uh to be here uh talking another super bowl 49 hey i was at the new new england patriots uh media day and saw you today did you snap a picture with brady today Yes, I a took selfie a picture. with him. I took a picture. How'd it come Tom out? Great, awesome. You know he's Beautiful. got a cold. Did you did you try to give him some cold medicine or something? Man? He said no. he's got a runny nose. Or yeah, it's, how could you have a runny nose in this dry desert? I don't know. <laughs> That's probably what happened though. He came from the cold up there, got yeah. here, and got a, got a little cold yeah. going. But we don't need Tom to have a cold. We want him healthy. Yeah, Sunday. he's a, he's a special he's a special man. He's a a great quarterback, uh, the ambassador for football around the world football is growing and Tom Brady is an icon for all young men around the world. Believe me when I tell you that. Johnny Mitchell ESPN Brazil. Now I go down to El Salvador this will be my third year coming up in March and we were talking last year again and after I saw you I went down and there's three minor league football teams, the most passionate kids, love football had an absolute blast Every time I talk to somebody that's going down your way, American football is just blowing up. Even though the kids still love the soccer, right? Yeah. But it's, why is American football blowing up so much in Central and South America? Well, you have to look at geological, you know, where it's placed. It's a tropical place. It's always warm. And soccer has been predominantly the sport. So what has happened is now with these big mega food companies around the world, they're getting a dose of what we get here. So the kids are growing bigger and they can't run laterally like Neymar, such a small, frail looking guy, right. you see him. But these guys are growing bigger. And once they understood, stand the rules of the game, uh, they start to have passion. But there's a World Cup game, a qualifying game against Panama, Brazil against Panama this Saturday. So. I've, I have 11 of my guys on there. I, I've never lost a game as a head coach. I develop football. I win. I go to the next. And people say, why you leave? You, 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 you won. You, you stayed. No, I develop. I build teams up. I teach them how to tackle. I use uh, Pete Carroll, keep your head out of the game. He got a nice thing where you got rugby with the hawk, hawk roll, and the profile tackling, the compression. And I learn, I teach these guys how to play football safe. Johnny Mitchell, ESPN Brazil with us. And, you know, Pete Carroll was talking about a video that they did in addition to the NFL 
on keeping your head up. Yeah. And apparently it was so it. successful. Tell me about that because well, he was saying that they're really fired up about this and, and yes, believe this is going to help coaches all over the country. It has helped. It has helped most of all the kids that I've coached. It has reduced the injury rates, telling them how to tackle, how to tackle and roll, you know, how to double team tackles. That's so important. Uh, Coach Kara is a parent pioneer. Tell yeah. me where, like, parents that are listening to the show that have kids that are playing Pop Warner ball, they're playing some sort of contact football, where can they find that Pete Carroll video? You go to YouTube and you just type in Seattle Seahawks uh, uh, tackling video. Well, Roman, the thing, you should really. Uh, I want to take a look at that. Yeah, You're going to have yeah. to turn me on to it because we have a lot of parents that listen to this program on American Family Radio. Who, mm -hmm. And right now, I think that parents have been scared maybe for the wrong reasons because everybody, you know, so much stuff about concussion stuff in the NFL. I wish that we would have had that because we were taught to hit with the crown of our head. Absolutely. And you are absolutely And most correct. of these guys that are playing today, that's the way they learn. But if you learn the right way. That's how I teach my guys. You can't get hurt, can you? Yeah, you can't get hurt. That's an that's amazing point that you made, that if you start out uh, tackling the right way from the beginning, uh, you could only endure, you know, concussions-free, injury-free, uh, all the things that uh, a parent would want their child to, to play a safe game. And Pete Carroll, I'm telling you, man, he has done a great job. And, I, and, I, and one of my pointers in this Super Bowl, the team that makes the most, who, who, who loses the most tackles, will lose. Well, Seattle doesn't miss a lot of tackles because obviously they've been taught the right way and for a long time. Did I hear Pete Carroll, the coach of the Seahawks, say that this drill and learning kids how to learn how to tackle the right way with their head on the ball and using their shoulder, mm -hmm. that he is actually drilling without helmets on for yeah this. well if you go to rugby if you look at rugby any video on rugby those guys tackle they tackle and once they make contact with their shoulders they squeeze they wrap their hand around the thighs and when you squeeze those legs together there is no extra in go it. down and 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 if you know how to tackle those guys with the momentum and way i teach my guys and i get upset with them when they put their head in anything or reach their arm out, I tell them, you're going to get a separated shoulder, right. you're going to get a concussion, and I really make it a point. And I believe in using that video, and I sat them down. Well, if you were, talk if you were talking to parents today, um, I had a young lady that came up to me uh, in a doctor's office a couple weeks ago, and she knew that I played football, and she said, well, I have a son who's eight years old. And she said, you know, he wants to play tackle football. That's what he wants to do. She goes, how do you feel about this? What do you think you would do? And I said, well, it isn't. If he's got the right coaches and he's learned how to tackle the right. right way, it's fine. But I told her, I said, what I would do is I would have him play soccer or flag football, learn to love the game, learn, learn the fundamentals of the game without the contact, let him grow through this real initial growth period when you're really young. Because I got hurt. Yes. The most injuries I had was from 9 to 13. Wow. Because I was playing at a really young age, your yeah. bones are still growing. Yes, yes. So I told her, I said, you know, it really isn't a bad idea to wait till he gets to junior high yeah. on the contact part. Yeah. Because, you know, and I told her, I said, I'm not going to discourage you from saying, hey, he should play if he's got the right coaches. Because I have programs where I've seen it done right, where kids that age enjoy it and, and don't That's have right. any problems. That's right. But it, it is tough when you're that young mm -hmm. 
because you're a little uncoordinated. Um, you've got a lot of you've got a lot of growing going on in those fingers and those hands and those bones, the soft tissue. That's right. That's so you don't want them to get hurt. So right. if I was going to tell parents, I would say you know it's not going to hurt your son to stay out till junior high on the tackling part of it. Well, I would agree with you 100. percent I have 15 and 16 year old. I even have 13 year old kids. I let them come in practice. I don't allow them to participate with 35-year-old men or 28-year-old, and I have ages from 13 all the way up to 40. And, you know, I just don't let them get involved. I have a 16-year-old starter. He has a body of, like, Adonis, and he has potential to probably play in the United States, Uh and I'm trying to develop him. But we have sent players over to the state to play high school. And I tell you, I would not allow my child to play the physical part yet. The flag is there. Get with E60, is it? Yeah, it? E60, get, yeah, you got get with, park rec program. Yeah, get with that and let them play flag, get I their did. agility. To, exactly. You don't want them tackling because they're not going to be consistent. They're going to over-exhaust their energy, and that brings when you get hurt. negativity. Johnny Mitchell, ESPN Brazil, is with us on Solo Sports Talk. And, you know, one of the themes about our Faith Sports Network is about faith, family, and sports in that order. Amen, amen. I've heard so many guys talking about this this week about the, you know, and, and the thing that I've heard the most from some of the best football players in the NFL has mm-hmm. been when your priorities are that way, when your priorities are right, good things seem to happen. So if I was to ask you today in your life, Faith, family, and sports, why is that so important? What would you tell young people today, especially student-athletes? <laughs> what if I told you that I was the first coach in Brazil? I make my guys pray. We pray before oh, games. Wow. We pray after. Awesome. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for this day, my daily bread. Forgive us of our sins and trespasses, as we forgive those who sin and trespass against us. But lead us not into temptation, and deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory. And then I add this part. And then I add this part. Pidos forever, because last year was the crocodiles. So, and they go, Pidos forever. Amen. I do not enter any game before walking that field and praying. Wow. You talking to a man that is a ghost. That's powerful. You looking at a ghost. And I tell you, I've overcome. I've lived in six countries. I've lived, I've been places, and only God can protect you. My faith, and I, I instill that in my players, and I know a lot of people don't want to hear it, but I always tell my guys, it ain't flesh and blood that win you championships. You need some help. The ball got to go through the upright sometime it goes outside the upright sometimes you need to have a, a, a lucky catch sometimes and I tell you the teams and I can look when I interview these guys on this you can tell the humble team you can tell the humble right. guys and I think uh, the teams are now guys are being more humble but man I live by faith we start with faith I teach them to be responsible. I teach them to do right by their family. I teach them to respect their opponents, shake their hands. I believe that sports should be 
friendly. All right, where do I sign up to come out and play? Where do I sign up? I'm ready to go. I'm pumped up. You're like, you're like Vince Lombardi in here tonight. Oh, man, Johnny Mitchell, ESPN Brazil, Johnny as you usual. You should see my YouTube highlight. Oh, I got to go gotta, see it. I, I, I have a, a, the 2013 when this team, let me just quickly tell you about a team. They went to the championship twice before I got there. They never won it. They was mentally just done. And I taught them a mental game. They had the physical abilities, but I had to each day in practice tell them, you're champions. You got to act like a champion. You got to fight like a champion. You got to believe like a champion. Don't let nothing into your mind. And they like, coach, you think we can? Man, think positive. When you get in the fourth quarter and the closest, the, the, the game is close, you think about it. We are champions. We're going to have the attitude of a champion. And I said, man, that's so important. So these guys, we finally won this championship. You should have saw the gods. To this day, I am like a ghost a legend wow. to that football team well you, you know what you, you know what there's nothing to replace his hard work and passion but i told them to pray and i have that's to right. add that in there well that's exciting and they still pray today well and i'm not with them as a coach i'm with another team developing but i've won four i've been involved in four countries and i've won championships in all of them johnny mitchell espn brazil Johnny, as usual, buddy, thanks for coming in. I Thank appreciate you, it. And, and one more you, time, where do they find the Pete Carroll video on how your kids can learn how to tackle correctly? Yes, you go to uh, Seattle Seahawks uh, tackling drills. Just there you say, go. Tackling video or tackling drills. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Podcasts are available at AFR.net. Faith, family, and sports. Our official website is FSPN.net. Catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk.